Okay. Well, we are getting started with episode two. And we want to thank everyone who listened to episode one. And thank you for all the feedback and support so far. And thank you for coming back for episode two. Today, we are discussing 2020 trends, take it or leave it. But before we get into that, we are going to check in with our host and we have an icebreaker question. So the question is, would you rather visit a volcano or a rainforest? (laughs) I mean, I think that volcano is out to get you, man. Rainforest for me all day, like just stay away. It it looks like it's going to burn me up, so... Mm -hmm. Rainforest, all the way, all the every day. <laughs> Jess, I do have a question. Yes. Um, when you say volcano, like, do you, how do you visit a volcano? Do you stand um, on top of it? Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on, I should say, it depends on if it's an active volcano or like a dormant volcano. Um, the thing is, I mean, if it's a a dormant volcano, then I think it's almost like hiking a mountain. Like you just kind of walk, sit, observe. But do you know when it's going to erupt? See, there's also that. Well, I live in the Midwest, so our volcanoes have erupted, but they're also somewhat dormant. So um, I would say that... Um, I would prefer a volcano because at, as long as it's not actively erupting, <laughs> you have big spiders and uh, everything in the rainforest is out to eat you or suck your blood. And I'm just mm-hmm. not interested in that. Okay. All right. Boko, I mean, did you say? I was going to ask, is there a third choice? Um, <laughs> I mean, you could be boring and stay home, I guess. Uh, I guess I will do rainforest because uh, I don't really know how you visit a volcano, honestly. I mean, I definitely know in Hawaii. That's the only place I can honestly think of. I'm sure there's more. But the first thing that comes to mind is there are definitely volcano volcanic sites that you can visit in Hawaii. For me personally, I would have to say rainforest. Um, the thought of an exploding... And first of all, I don't like hiking. Anyone who knows me knows that. So <laughs> why do I want to be on a mountain for? So we could just take... Even if it wasn't an explosive mountain, no thanks. Rainforest is beautiful. Yes, there are a lot of crazy animals. But like you could visit the rainforest without like being in the middle of the rainforest. I'll just like stand on the edge and be like, wow, and then leave. <laughs> so you know now that you say that we also have a rainforest up here but it's not what you think of <laughs> rainforest is not a tropical rainforest it just has a lot of moss because that's what Ugh. the pacific northwest has is a lot of moss i love that um so yeah maybe you can come visit that rainforest sometime and you'll see and you might you might be okay with that one there's no crazy things that are gonna pop down and eat you is that where people like forage for mushrooms i think so there's uh-huh. i think there's a lot of places up here where people can forage for mushrooms it's just so wet you know i i really vibe with that so yeah i'm gonna visit the seattle rainforest then i'll, I'll put it that way 
Okay. Well, thank you for indulging in that question. That was actually more more in- interesting than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be kind of like boring, but we, we rocked it. <laughs> uh, okay. So we're just going to go ahead and get right into these um, trends. I'm really passionate about a lot of this. So um, I, I feel like I already know that um, we have some disagreements so I'm excited for these discussions. Um, so we're going to start with the trends that we want to keep and bring into 2021. So my first one is virtual parties. <clears throat> so I have been um, involved in mainly movie nights, but um, we will find like a theme and I like to decorate. So I like any excuse to like buy cute stuff from Target. So I will just find like balloons and plates and like, you know, uh, streamers and stuff and just decorate my whole space. And I also like makeup. So I will definitely do like a themed makeup look for the party. And I found that it's unfortunately just as expensive as going to a real party by the time I buy all my little things. Um, But, you know, it's something to look forward to. It's a way to feel connected to friends. And I think that's the main reason that I enjoy it. So what does everyone think? Am I the only one who actually wants to do away with virtual parties? I'm sorry, (laughs) Jess. I do not want to keep it. I I think I went to probably three virtual parties. And I mean, it was fine in the beginning. Shout out to DJMJ. Um, it was fun. It was great. But after a while, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I, I haven't been invited to many more since then. Actually, I have declined invitations <laughs> to many more since then. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. And I will do virtual game nights versus mm-hmm. virtual parties. I, I don't want to dance and by myself and watching people couple up and dance anymore. Um, it's just not as fun as it was in the beginning. So, uh, Who's going to come for me now? <laughs> no one. Absolutely no one. I, I think um, I'm with you on that. It just, I mean, I love parties. I will plan a party. I would dance until the last song. But it's not the same for, you know, obviously we have no choice right now. But if we had a choice, please don't get married on Zoom and invite <laughs> me to your wedding. That's all I have to say. I know you're trying to save money, but I'll help you with $50. (laughs) 55-0? That's just the cost of your meal. (laughs) That's true. I'll pay for my meal. There you go. (laughs) I I think I'm somewhat in the middle because I really appreciate the fact that you can get together with your friends all over the world and have these reunion type nights. Um, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily like a party. So I'm really torn. I, I, I'm okay if they stay. I'm okay if they go. Um, I do think it's new. I think it's, I shouldn't say new. I just think it's part of our lives now. I think even if we didn't need them, I think we'd still use them because we are now 
um, exposed to the benefits of them. I just don't think we would overuse them, which is possibly what we do now. <laughs> but like, I'm going to take a virtual cooking class next Wednesday. Mm. Would I have done that had we not had the Zoom culture? Um, I mean, if someone put it together, I would have, but would someone have put it together? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's just, it's really cool that this lady can teach us to cook Penang curry from her home in our homes. Like, it's just, that's mm -hmm. neat. Mm -hmm. It's true. So, yeah, just. Okay. I wanted to say a disclaimer, everybody listening. I didn't say I didn't like parties. I mean, <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like Zoom, like, you know, getting together with your friends. I just meant really just music and a dj mm -hmm. everybody right. watching everybody and like having to dress up that's the part that i don't enjoy anymore so how does everybody listening feel about it you can let us know <laughs> and i do agree with you boko in that sense like i also attended a few of those dj type parties and i think it was fun in like april and then you're like I, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to sit down. So <laughs> especially when you're not, when you don't have a dance partner, it's like, what am I doing? So, okay. So yes, we'd love to hear what everyone else thinks, but we are going to move on to the second trend, which is also very dear to my heart, which is pan, uh, plant parenthood, which is also known as parenthood. <laughs> uh, obviously I'm very, I'm very much for this trend. Uh, I think we all know that. So what does everyone else, how does, well, I think we also know how Boko feels, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm a plant mom. We're plant moms. Uh, I currently have what, 12 plants I counted today. I came in with 18 and Oof. COVID took a few of them away. Yes. <laughs> and did they actually COVID. contract COVID? They did. My plant okay. got COVID. Okay. It wasn't me. I'm very sorry for your loss. Um, but no, I enjoy, I talk to them. I, I, you know, I, I make some time to water them and, you know, like in the mornings as I wake up, you know, uh, I could do better, but I definitely enjoy them. And they're just beautiful. It's, it promotes oxygen. So what's better than that? Do you have any plants, Janaea? This is a really sore subject for me because... The only thing I've ever managed to keep alive is basil. But of course, then I'm eating it. So <laughs> um, once it's gone, I'm like, well, I don't know if it's going to reproduce any more basil. So I have to get rid of it and start over. So um, everything I've ever had, I've killed. And um, there was this plant. It was a Rex begonia. And I found it with my niece. And it was the coolest looking plant. And so that was the longest living plant I had. But as soon as it got like became winter... Because, you know, it needs low light. So I'm like, cool, Seattle, mm -hmm. low light, right? But it doesn't like the cold. Well, it was cold coming off my window. So anyway, it died too. But it, it's I got it in the summer. So it was the longest living plant in my home. But I, I want to be a plant parent. I just, I just never succeeded. I actually have um, three or four different plant, um, like bookmarks on my, internet and I have stuff in my cart as we're speaking in every single one but I've yet to pull the trigger because I'm just mm -hmm. I'm just so scared I'm gonna kill them again it's like really sad when they die yeah <laughs> it feels like rejection I don't like it <laughs> <laughs> okay Sarah you've been very quiet yeah I mean um I'm I'm okay if they stay or go 
<laughs> I, I'm not necessarily a plant mom, per se. I have a plant that my friend Stephanie gifted me once I first got my place. And it's still alive. And I love that plant. I don't have a lot of space to put more, I feel. I would have to find space. But I know that at first, when I first got married, Oki would always get fresh, well, I don't know, do they have flowers like plants? Yes. But, (laughs) I mean, sure, sure. sure. (laughs) For the sake of this episode, we'll consider them plants. Um, So, like, he would get fresh flowers for the table, the dining room table, because, you know, we had, like, a very nice, beautiful vase. And they would always die. And I, I just, I didn't understand why we couldn't get fake flowers. And he didn't want to get fake flowers. And eventually, he bought them every a week or so whenever they looked funky and he got tired. So I got fake flowers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think when I have more space, I would like to be a bit more into it because I love my succulents. There you go. I love them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm satisfied with that. Let's talk about baking because I feel like there was a period of time where I don't know. I went on my Instagram stories and I think five to 10 people posted that they had made banana bread that day. And I felt very scared. Like maybe a loaf of banana bread was just going to appear in my kitchen. Like what what happened? Why did everyone decide that banana bread was like the symbol of 2020? It's probably because everyone bought a bunch of groceries at the beginning and then all their bananas went bad at the same time because everybody Mm. bought all their groceries at the same time. So everyone had to make banana bread at Mm -hmm. the same time. That's my guess. Mm. Well, Jess, you know how I felt about this one. I do know. I felt it was a personal attack to me. (laughs) Really, that's how I felt. (laughs) Well, did you post about your banana bread? Uh, I sure did. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm like, I'm happy. Like, if you're, if you like it, I love it for you. (laughs) I just don't like, I'm. But see, this is the thing. I, well, first of all, who doesn't love banana bread? You're just a hater. You're just a hater. (laughs) Um, That's okay. Um, I'm just saying the reason why I felt that I had to perfect my banana bread is because for those who don't know, I do have allergies and um, one of them is eggs. And so I had to perfect like making my banana bread without eggs so that like it could still, you know, have a lot of moisture and not be rock hard and everything. So I literally did it. I don't know, like 15 times I baked like I don't know. But I also don't do banana bread loaves. Like I do banana bread muffins. Mm. Very different and very cute. And it's with no eggs. So all the people who have allergies, this is for you. So maybe next week, Boca will post her um, eggless banana bread recipe. So I mean, honestly, all... it's, it's really not that hard. But... <laughs> <laughs> No, hashtag it banana bread will get like 300 followers, I promise. Um, I will say I did buy a mini bunt cake maker. And although that was in 2021, but I was was definitely influenced by the baking trend of 2020. Mm-hmm. So I'm here for that. I love my bunt cake maker. Yeah, I think I made banana bread like 
a few times at my house, but it was, I want to say it was before 2020. I mean, it was before the pandemic. Yeah. I have a coworker who makes bomb banana bread and I tasted her banana bread and I was like, Meg, I need this recipe. So she was just like, oh, just look on this site. And I, I made it a few times and I loved it. I need to get back into it. Okay. Well, before we offend anyone, I'm going to move on to the next category. And this is something that's very specific to my life, I think. But I am obsessed with this trend of using other words that start with P to replace the word pandemic. And from what I understand, this started with a rapper whose name is apparently Gunna. I am not, I'm the last person to ask about, you know, rap music. But I did see on IG that Gunna said in October of 2021 that we in a panoramic. (laughs) And that kind of started this trend of people using other words. And I made a list because I've heard so many amazing ones. I've heard we're in a Panasonic we're in a panini press, we're in a pan dulce, we're in a panorama, we're in a panera bread, we're in a panda express, we're in a panatella, and we're in a panda bear. And every time I hear it, it makes me laugh. <laughs> That's just me being like seven, but it makes me laugh. I'm I don't know. I'm not as familiar with it. Like I've heard plays yeah. on the word COVID, you know, and Corona, there was a mm-hmm. lot of plays on that in the beginning too, but the pandemic word mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know if I've heard that many creative ways to say it but it is it does sound fun I I also now that you mention it I do love all the like Auntie Karokaro <laughs> I've heard Auntie Rona Kovisha <laughs> I, I guess I just like I don't know it maybe it's because you know the whole like global pandemic that's like killing people it's scary so to make it like cute I don't know it's just funny I don't know. That's just my humor, I guess. I think I like the Auntie Goro Girl. I hadn't heard that one, but she sounds like somebody's real auntie mm-hmm. somewhere. So she keeps coming around, and you're like, "Why are you still here?" <laughs> yeah, that's, how I feel. that's a funny one. I like it. Yeah, I'm o- I'm okay with the names. <laughs> the funnier, the better. Okay. Yeah, let's just keep it going. Think of a P word. Um, uh, Okay, so speaking of social media, we're going to end this with some challenges that were popularized in 2020. Now, the ones that I saw that I really enjoyed, um, this is kind of, I'm not really an animal person, but I like this trend of people showing their pets when they were like babies, puppies or kittens or whatever, and then showing them when they're older. Have you guys seen that? They use that Alicia Keys Usher song. Mm-mm. What? <laughs> Am I just on Instagram too much? Yeah, I haven't seen <laughs> it. I feel like I've seen it of it's people. Really Wasn't cute. there one of people like young me, old me? I don't know. Kind of thing. Probably. I, I know specifically of the dog one or like the pet one. And I just think it's cute. It's crazy to see, like I saw one with like a St. Bernard the other day and you know, there were like these little teeny puppies and then it's like this massive dog. So I like it. It's cute. I like that Usher Alicia Keys song. Um, and then there's the don't leave me challenge. Oh, yeah. Did you guys? Yeah. That one was funny. 
Shout out to Josh Too Funny on IG. He is the originator of the Don't Leave Me trend. Yeah, you have to have a certain sense hilarious. of humor, though, to get it. Because I feel like I would show it to people and they'll be like, uh-huh, that's not funny. And I'm like, really? You just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're the kind of person who likes, like, riddles and stuff, then you would probably like it. And I also, I have to say, a little caveat, because Josh Too Funny is Nigerian, I definitely saw a lot of people like faking a Nigerian accent when they would do the challenge. And that made me very uncomfortable. I was like, you don't need to do that. Like you, you could just say your, you know, your <laughs> jokes. You don't have to pretend it, it that made me a little like, mm. but I still like the trend. <clears throat> and then my last one is Miss Elsa Majimbo on IG. Do we all know who she is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She, I think what made her super popular is the sunglasses and the chip. And then she's like, it's a pandemic. <laughs> and that whole thing, I just, I watch her videos and they're all, they're so incredible and like subtle and hilarious. I, I love it. She's oh, 19. Yeah, I was wondering so, her age yesterday. Actually. Amazing. <laughs> I looked her up. She's 19, Kenyan born. I was, I'm amazed. I'm impressed. She's a no, comedic she totally genius. Is. I think of all the social media challenges that I really liked. I just loved the uh, all the dancing challenges, and I just love. It's like anything and everything could become a thing, <laughs> and I just love yeah. it. I mean, I would say if there was any one challenge that I forwarded to a lot of people, it was always these different ch- dancing challenges. And then, like the kids, when the kids do it, oh my gosh, I can't. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so cute. <laughs> Boko, what do you think? Oh, I was gonna. Well, I was going to talk about Elsa, but since today oh. I brought up the challenges, well, we, we did, did. One, right? Girl? We did. Oh my gosh, we totally did. I forgot. We should. Maybe we'll have to ask permission, but we should. We should post that on our yeah. podcast IG. That was a moment. Yeah. So we did the "Don't Rush" one, but we didn't use the "Don't Rush" song. We used "Brown Skin Girl." So. Dad made it a little different, and then we had, like, a baby Hazel pop in and do a cameo. So uh, that was fun. Uh, Back to Elsa, though. Um, I like her. I think she's funny, even though I did send her video to a friend of mine one time, and then she literally just, like, shut me down, and she was like, this is not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys still friends? Just kidding. Uh, That's undetermined. No, I'm kidding. We're still friends. We're still friends. Uh, no, she totally shut me down and she was like, I don't find her funny. And I was like, well, you know, it's okay. I realized so many people have different kinds and types of humor mm-hmm. and that's okay. Um, I did see Elsa. She had like a video on who she is and she is a really smart and very articulate mm-hmm. girl. Um, it made me like her even more. I thought she was beautiful. She was poised. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like a chess champion, like, I don't know, 14 times mm-hmm. or 15, however, 15. however much. And, yeah. It's in her IG profile, yeah. 15. And I, I love her accent. Um, I, I don't know how she comes up with these ideas to say, you know, these things, like these little phrases, but I think she's clever. Um, I like her. Let's yeah, keep totally. Her. Mm-hmm. Yes, we, we support Elsa. 
hundred percent. You know, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say that. Oh no, that go ahead. Boko brought up the don't rush. I was that was another one that I really appreciated. There was some really funny takes on that, but it was just really fun to see friends working with each other that may not. You know, mm-hmm. we were quarantined a lot at that time, so they couldn't necessarily be together, but they would bounce back and forth in the videos to other friends. And that I just really, that one was, I watched as much of that as I could. So I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I think we should do another. <laughs> <laughs> we should. I think that's the thing. I think what, what really made those challenges enjoyable, especially when it was either some friends of yours or like even like celebrities from like a TV show or something, when you see how... Like, it brought us all together. We're all just kind of sitting at home doing nothing. And we all, you know, wanted to put on a cute outfit. And it made it fun. Okay, we are going to move into the trends we want to leave. Now, of course, we might differ. But these are this is according <laughs> to me. So you guys can argue if you want. And I, I welcome any arguments. Okay. Okay, and then our lovely listener, Chrissy, wrote in that she wants to end the TikTok tr- dance trend. She's over <laughs> it. So, and I will say, I want them to go away only because I can't do them. I'm not that skilled of a dancer. So it makes me really jealous because it's like they do them and I'm like, oh, I could do that. And then I stand up and like punch <laughs> myself in the face and I'm like, wait. <laughs> so I just, I'm just jealous. <laughs> Well, I enjoy dancing. I love dancing a lot. So maybe I'm partial to the Afrobeats challenge. No, I am partial to the Afrobeats challenge. Let's just say that. Uh, so I love those. Like on Chop Daily, um, they have so many really cool ones. We like remixes, we like a, you know, like a drum beat in the back. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I'm actually working on one. Um, so... <laughs> So, Chrissy, wow. Chris, I'm going to be posting one, okay? Um, so, yeah, I am working on one, just saying. But I might not post it because I'm kind of shy like that. But I like those. I want to keep them. And uh, you already know I like them, but I want to say that part of why I like them is because you get to see people that you wouldn't even know could do that. Or it's people that maybe they're not doing it particularly well, but they're still a part of it. And it's just so much fun. Like, there's this one, I mean, they're pretty funny, and I can't remember who they are. I probably should have looked it up before the episode, but it's a family. It's these boys and their father, and the it's just really funny, and I don't know. I just, I can't see my father at all joining in on any of these things, <laughs> so for me to see a dad so involved, like, having fun with it, and I'm for it. I, the when the pregnant ladies were all doing their challenge dance, I, I just was all for it. I just think it's a very positive and upbuilding challenge because there's anyone can participate in it. And you do get to, I think stereotypes get broken in that too. And I just, I really like it. I'm for it. Sorry, Chrissy. <laughs> yeah, let's keep them. Let's, let's keep all the dance challenges because I just like dancing yeah. as well. Not that I'm any good at it, but I just love to see people dance too. Like I love to try to do a challenge. And even if I can't do it, I'm just like, okay, let's keep trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're going to move into words or phrases that were popularized in 2020 that we would like to stop. 
Um, and I think the caveat there is also, it's more just the, the, the overuse. And I think it happens mostly on social media. Like, it's like, we get it. It sounds funny, but like, there are, you know, we could use other words here. We don't have to keep saying these same words. So <clears throat> our listener, Amabel, wrote in two words that she would like to stop being used so often is cis and period. And I also want to include the word per. I've I've recently heard people, like, do you guys know about this? Like, this is like the shortened form of period. So they'll say like per, and that's supposed to be like period. And it's like, it's just a no for me. It's like a Medea version of period. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm. it's probably tied to a specific uh, rap duo from Miami that I'm not going to name, but if anyone knows they probably know it's just it's just um yeah I don't like it and then okay Boko actually said this one <laughs> calling everyone and everything toxic yeah I mean I feel like that word has existed for a long time but and like I say some things can be toxic you know some situations can be that way even some people, but it's just been too much. Every now, everything is toxic. Everyone is toxic, and it's like, wow, you guys. I mean, I don't know. Am I wrong here? No, no, I agree. Like, if you don't like someone, just say that. You don't have to call them toxic. But do you like, think that maybe people are um, were given a chance to see the areas of their life that maybe were toxic. So people are resonating with that word a little bit more. So I, I agree. Like I said, I agree that something can, that word can be used for situations and, and things and people. I'm just saying in the memes, there's in some memes and in some conversations, there's no reason to use that word. There are other words, there's synonyms. Like Jessica said, if you don't like somebody, just say that. If you don't like sugar because you're on a diet, sugar, you don't have to say sugar is toxic. We <laughs> like sugar over here. I'm just saying, it's just like, think of the words that you're using. And I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings or, you know, sound controversial. Um, I'm just saying, it's, it's just the way we use words. And there's synonyms, other words that can be used. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. It's like the internet picks like a word and then or a phrase and then that's like the only thing you can use to describe anything. And there's 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 so many other options. We you know, we can use the vocabulary that we've learned. We don't have to just call everything toxic. I'm just say it's, you know, it doesn't serve me. Boom. Um okay. <clears throat> so this this word unprecedented I'm sick of it, specifically with we're living in unprecedented times because um, it's it's February. I think we've set the precedent already and we can stop calling it <laughs> unprecedented. That's just my I can't opinion. even pronounce the word, so you're never going to hear it from me. <laughs> unprecedented. <laughs> I have to do it really well. slow. So you can go. Cool. <laughs> I just feel like, I don't know, maybe it just comes from the fact everyone just is like, doesn't know how to describe 
what's going on in the world right now. So they're just like, oh, it's, uh, it's unprecedented. But it's like, no, we I think we've all had a chance to get some kind of uh, routine and, and norm- normalcy. You know, not that it's normal, but we've we've found a way to adjust. So I think we're done with that word. Yeah, That's my opinion. I would agree. I think I think uncertain is not one that I'm over. I think mm. that that describes what we're experiencing much more than unprecedented. I think unprecedented was applicable a year ago and maybe for those first six months or so. But like you said, the precedent mm-hmm. has been set. So I think at this point, it would be nice to hear more about how uncertain things are, because they are. We don't know when this is going to end. But just hearing everyone always say, like, oh, I can't wait for this to get back to normal. Like, what if it never does? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. what is normal anymore? I, things have changed. So I think uncertain, for me, described a little more <laughs> of what's going on than it being unprecedented. But I'm with you on that one. I agree. Yeah, let's enrich our vocabulary. Let's think about what these words mean and make sure we're using them right. That's my opinion. Um, Okay. People saying, can we normalize X, Y, and Z? And then they name something that's basic. Like, can we normalize um, taking a break to take care of yourself? And it's like, that's normal. We don't need to normalize it. Maybe you need to normalize it in your personal life, but that's your problem. <laughs> like, or that's your, you know, that's something for you to take care of. That's been normal. And if the people around you are treating it like it's abnormal, then you need better people <laughs> in your life. Because, that, like, can we normalize, you know, more than one body type being considered attractive? Girl, that is normal. <laughs> like, where have you been? Like, I'm, I'm sorry if you don't think that's normalized, but I just... Again, I feel like it's one of those things that people have just overused, like, and they don't really mean it the way they're saying it. They're just using it to, like, introduce an idea. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear what people have to say about that one. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get a little bit crucified. I hope I hope people understand what I'm saying here. It's not, I, again, I just want people to think about what the word means. Normalized you can't normalize something that's widely accepted. That's all it's I'm true. saying. It's already normalized. Yeah. You just need to come around to, maybe you just discovered this way of thinking, but that doesn't mean it's, so what do you, you know. think people mean by it when they're using it? I think they mean maybe that in the circles that they're in, they've seen people um, promoting the opposite idea, for instance, like with the body, you know, different body types, maybe the people in their circles are saying that, oh, girls that look like this are attractive. And so they want people to quote unquote normalize it. But what they're really saying is the people around me um, are, you know, close-minded or whatever to this idea. So I just think when you say normalize, you're thinking on like a, you know, a wide scale So let's just make sure that that thing is abnormal before you try to implore people to normalize it. Okay. So that's the end of, of our take it or leave it. And we would definitely love to hear um, if you agree with our opinions, if you disagree, why it's a safe space, tell us what you think. 
Now, I have a quick story before we end. Um, This is essentially just um, something that has happened to me in my life that will explain to you just a little bit more about why I am the way that I am. So I was a very strange kid. um, And once I went out to lunch with some friends, well, a friend and her parents, and I must have been... I want to say I was 12 at the time, definitely in the middle school age range. And I was wearing a skirt and I spilled some sauce on my skirt. And so I'm like, oh man, it was, it was like a lot too. Like it wasn't like a little, a little stain you could hide. It was like a lot. So I go to the bathroom to, you know, clean off my, my skirt and I come back out in jeans right and so everyone's kind of like where did the jeans come from so at the time for reasons that I myself don't even understand I used to wear like jeans under my skirts like either jean shorts or like full jeans depending on how long the skirt was and so once I realized that the stain wasn't coming out I just took off the skirt and and then I had my jeans. And, you know, it's weird, but it came in handy that night. It did. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've seen that trend before. Like, really? Well, you were 12, so I've seen that back then. Um, Really? Well, a lot of people in high school used to do that. Well, I found them weird. Um, but <laughs> Thanks. I, you know, I didn't know you back then. I know you now. That's, yeah. You've come into mm-hmm. yourself. But yeah, that was a little weird. But no, it was a trend. I, I remember people doing that. I, I think maybe instead of like wearing shorts under your skirts, you wear jeans in case you spill sauce. Well, you got it. You had it. <laughs> you know, I mean... Would I do it again? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so that that's my story. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, now, before we end, we just wanted to let everyone know of our Instagram. I think last time we didn't give the handle. We'll try to put it in the show notes if we can figure out how to do that. But um, it is care to explain. And explain is spelled X. P-L-A-I-N, care to explain underscore the pod. So again, we'll try to put it in the show notes. Um, And thank you to everyone that's followed us so far and interacted with us there. And we will be back Friday, February 19th for our next episode. Um, So thank you. Let us know what you think. And we're going to end with merci à la prochaine. And if you don't know what that means, Ask a francophone in your life.